0: Welcome, party
1: people! It is Wednesday once again, and tonight for Vibrant, we're joined by everybody's favorite Rachel, Rachel Munoz. Is that how I say that? Munoz. <laughs> Munoz. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Takes practice.
1: It takes practice. Yeah, <laughs> you'd think I would be good at pronouncing funny spelled things after finishing up this audio book, but there's uh, always more words out there. So yeah, here we are on the mystical two, two, two. Zero two two, pretty cool. And also, I noticed that it's the thirty third day of the year. So there's all kinds of cool numerical syncs going on with today. How are you feeling? Pretty
2: good. Pretty good. It snowed. Um, I really like spring snows, so I can always like. There are people celebrating in bulk today, and I always know when this time of year is. So I feel great. <laughs> I'm a little tired, but for the most part, pretty sun dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good. Yeah, I went outside and it was like a massive ice storm and I tried to walk around and ground for a minute before the show, but the ice was like little dagger spikes because it was <laughs> frozen. Yeah. But crunchy, which is satisfying. So it's like um, you know, win-lose.
2: Yeah. Both my mom and I were like, it would be a great day for a snow walk And except it was twelve. <laughs> like twelve degrees, not so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were just
1: Maybe ruminating not. on how glad we are that we have heaters. But hey, what's up, everybody in the chat? Let's say hi. We got Eric hey. Alexander, Shannon Legros, Clint, Sunseed. That's you. <laughs> Juliana, Slick Dissident, Kabir, Moonwolf, JLo, All-star cast already. Awesome. And I'm sure more of you guys are going to pile in. But don't be shy to say hi. And of course, today we're playing it pretty loose, as we usually do. So if you've got specific questions or things you'd like to hear Rachel talk about with her amazing knowledge and innovative insights i'd be happy to just let it go in those directions high priestess rachel as gabriel (laughs) says
3: also hello chelsea
1: in the chat and lighthouse over on rockfin good to see everybody yeah i kind of wish i could put the rockfin chat up here but oh well (laughs) we got we got a blessing of abundance of commenters already and you brought up in bulk, so actually that's kind of something yeah. i'll I'll start on. I'm woefully ignorant on the meaning and uh history of in bulk. My pagan knowledge is maybe a little lacking right there, so maybe we should just start talking about that since it is appropriate
2: yeah, that works, and it's not a surprise that you're not well versed on it. It is one of the holidays that is an in between, so it's it's just to mark a midway point between uh, the winter solstice and spring equinox. So that's, yeah, they get overlooked and not everybody celebrates them, but it mostly has to do with the uh Bridget, or Breet, as you say it. Um, I call her Brigantia because I like that. But she is the hearth. She is the wife of the Dagda. She is also the first queen. Um Of the Tuatha De so she's kind of a big deal. She's a creator goddess, tends to stand for poetry, um, blacksmithing, healing. Pretty, pretty amazing. I really enjoy her, and she's really showed up in my life, like personally. So I have a special connection with that. And like I said, I always feel this time of year before I look at any calendar, before any dates show up. I always know when this time of year rolls around. So it's.
1: Sounds fun. like you're kind of goddess. You got poetry. <laughs> I happen to know that you yeah. at one point mentioned leveling up your blacksmithing in Skyrim. So you at least have a virtual blacksmithing uh, skills.
2: <laughs> I do chainmail, so.
1: Oh, yeah, you do. I did that since high school. I asked for some art to show and tell. I forgot that you do like physical craftiness, too. I was just thinking of your graphic art, but you're definitely a creator of many trades. I love that.
2: Yeah, I love working with metal. It's it's a good one. It's a good, good uh, physical substance to work with. Sometimes.
1: Well, let's see the chainmail. Okay,
2: I have. (laughs) (laughs) It's elaborate. So I have stuff like this.
3: That is awesome. Multi-tiered.
2: That has um, ultra suede and pink pearls. And this one is silver, with lapis.
0: Dang, that is gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I like doing these layered ones because they're they're just more sturdy and they I don't know they just feel they feel good. But just like little stuff, this one I made for somebody. Somebody needed this. I only wanted this much of it, <laughs> but this has lapis and onyx.
0: Is it copper there?
2: Mm-hmm. This is all copper. So can have a lot of fun. Um, I bought these stones mostly for um, Pisces energy, but they can be used for a lot of different things. Onyx is very protective, and lapis is, you know, for psychic ability and calm, but insight. So that is a nice segue because those are things that I like to do um, as shamanic practices to kind of connect with and keep other things in the consciousness. Like we talk about hanging out with Venus for a day, maybe you consciously say, okay, today I'm wearing copper and that's related to Venus and that's always if you're wearing it, it's in your mind, so you're going to start seeing more Venusian things and open to those messages because it's you've made that intention so just a little little things I like to think of it as enchanted armor which sounds silly, but it is, it's real
1: (laughs) Put your intention into it, that definitely carries through. And copper is an amazing electricity conductor, which is like the life force energy itself. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that if you also combine it with certain stones, you could really amplify the effect.
2: Yeah, that's a big part of it, too. It's like as silly as it sounds to say out loud, there is real thing. There are real sciences behind it. So, Yeah.
0: We've all been very impressed that. already.
1: <laughs> so cool. <laughs>
3: yeah, okay, so now
1: that enough of us have piled in, I wanted to go over a couple of things real quick, kind of announcementy things. So first, uh, our friend of the show, Kalina Lux, was just recently on Crow 777. It came out today. And uh, I'll pull up a link to that and post it in the chats. But I really want people to know about this because... She has started it's in Puerto Rico, but she started a church there legally it has to be called a church, but you know it's not your traditional type of religion, and they are providing people around the world with religious exemption, legal paperwork in in uh, extreme like perfection in terms of being able to circumvent all the silly things going on around the world right now in terms of lawless mandates, so I want people to find out about. Templess Aquaria. I'm going to post the link in the chat right here, and we'll look at the website. Oh, cool. It, it's so beautiful. I mean, there's a physical temple going on, like a healing retreat. And when you hear her story, the number of synchronicities around her getting this land and starting this up, it's remarkable. And another thing it connects to is the fact that they are she's operating this as a PMA, a private member association. So we talked about private and public with Gabriel at the beginning of January. And then the newest Interverse episode, we talked to Clint Richardson and we got into that subject as well. And then, bam, Helena comes on Crow and hits us with, like, no longer a theory. This is it operating, operating really well. And a part of this that was so profound to me, I mean, the whole conversation is profound, but an aspect of the religious exemption was that Part of their religion, since they have to put it in those terms, is that their prayer is the breath. So right there, you can't interrupt you know you wouldn't actually put it go like pull a Sikh guy off of his mat during his prayer. Thus you also can't take someone and force them to put a diaper on their face because you're interrupting their prayer. Mm-hmm. She said something that was so amazing that when we connect with the breath, that our ability to manifest whatever we think about and intend is amplified to a near instantaneous level, the more consistently we stay connected with spirit, which is breath, respiration. So really want people to check out Templus Aquaria. And also, if you want to hear about earlier process of her setting this up, it's a beautiful conversation we had on Interverse as well uh, last February, actually, about a year ago. A lot has happened since a
0: year ago. So I just posted that up in the uh, YouTube chat as well. Colleen is an awesome person. They want everyone to check that out.
3: That is really cool. I'm
2: gonna check that out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that crow episode is like definitely one not to miss. She's very, it's very impressive her knowledge of the law and stuff. And she'll be on a vibrant with us next month. So watch out for that, and we'll see future updates. And man, there's so many good people that have jumped in the chat. We got Dimension wow. K, Baldy in the house. What's <laughs> up? I figured we would draw him in with this talk. Jenny B, <laughs> Kaylee, so good. Maybe we'll get some call-ins later.
2: Yeah, that'd be excellent.
1: Yeah, but before I go on to the other cool announcement, I figure you may have some thoughts on some of the things I just said because it's so profound, especially the breath. You know, as, as prayer,
0: it's, mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense.
2: It does, and it's nice to like, actually put that out there as a legal thing like and like recognize that because i think when we get really woo about our breath people don't take it that seriously you know you say the word i was joking with my mom playing scrabble she is a word and we were kind of i play scrabble
0: with my mom <laughs> a lot
1: too
2: it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what we do she's really good at it i only lost by five points um but we were joking about taking chi out because Man, it can get you a lot of points if you place it just right. And I laughed. I was like, "Mom, you're thinking about taking breath out." <laughs> but you know, with these different words, people don't always take it seriously, or because there's religious connotations involved, they don't. It's like, eh, don't talk about that. How else are you gonna play those cues? Q, which is
1: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Q, which is uh, twenty-two, right?
2: I had a U, but you know, I just really couldn't couldn't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me some better letters, but I like that. I like that a lot. That that's included, you know, because breath is so vital. It is our spirit, and that's a solid reminder of how connected we are. You know, when people are like, "Oh, we could be cut off from, from God with all these, you know, transhumanist ideas." That's impossible. You're only separate in your mind ever. You might fog up the reception, yes, physically, yes, you can do that. But to completely shut something off, you would kill the person. They would die. (laughs) That's just, you would lose all your breath, all your electricity, everything.
0: You know, the symbolism
1: of the face diaper, too, is like, even though you can breathe through it, the symbol of it is very powerful. And I think that that is what's lost on the normies out there not to like make this into a big mass conversation we're all probably mm-hmm. pretty over that but you know even something as simple as that is hard to uh overestimate how important it is as a human being to have that freedom
0: it's like the most basic aspect of life yeah
2: it's true and it's so powerful i mean it's it's what gives us a literal voice. Like if you think about birds and how they sing, they're just breathing. <laughs> I mean, it must be so easy for them to sing. It's just such a natural thing. Me, okay. Incredible.
1: So the other big announcement, <laughs> man, I love the chat game right now. So many all-stars <laughs> in there. We got something really cool <laughs> to share with you. Uh, I finished recently the recording of my first audiobook production, which I did for Dylan Cicociu, his third book, Spirit World: July's End, which is an amazing etymological journey through all of the different cults that represent the sun god symbolism, and just how similar those things are. It's a little uh, spicy and snarky. <laughs> Probably read it with that tone, intending to you know match the author's feelings and intent, but there's so much vast knowledge and his decoding of things. I think a lot of it is innovative and original and a lot of it is based on some of the best uh, authors of the past. So I want to share the link for spirit world here in the chats as well.
0: And maybe play a little sample of it because I'm really proud of this project. It took me like a hundred hours to put
1: it together. So Uh, You can check out the Amazon link here and just buy the book outright. Or the second link is for the Audible, which will get you like if you've never signed up for Audible, you can do you can get the book for free if you sign up as your first free book. So that's pretty cool, too. So here's like a little sample of this book uh, with me reading it. (laughs) I'm pretty stoked on it. It Took a lot of work to put it together.
0: And uh, here we go. Play maybe a minute or two. And if you can't hear it, just like wave at me, Rachel. Through the phonetic Kabbalah,
1: Diana is Anadi. D, as in D-I, pertains to God, and I is interchangeable with Y. You don't have to go that far back in history to see words spelled with Y, where an I would be in modern English. Anadi is Anadi, as in Diomene. What is the omen of Diana? Venus Anadiomone is Lucifer rising from the sea, the pure sea, the Virgin Mare, Mary, or the Virgin of the Sea, Venus, Virgo, Marina. Diana is connected to Inanna, which is connected to doors,
0: Janua, or the year, Annas, and Janus. It goes like this, Diana, Janua, Annus, Janus, Janus. The cult of Jew
1: Peter put the I in anus, just like they put the sex in your government or Congress and monetary system, commerce. Do you have the courage to walk through the Yanua or the door I've opened for you? So that's a little sample. It's a couple more minutes of a sample. It's a five minute sample, but it's an awesome book. And if you buy it, I do get royalties for that. So you get to support me, you get to get some knowledge, you support Dylan and we'll have him back on soon too. He's doing a lot of great work, uh, has a fourth spirit world book coming soon and kind of a cool sync just right there in that sample. We're talking about
0: Venus again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love that. Cause Venus just went direct. So maybe we're all feeling much better.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it was kind of hard. Yeah. That was a kind of yeah. hard retro.
2: That was tough. Usually, that's the thing. It's like it's very real when we say some people experience this more than others, because most of the time, this stuff happens. And I'm like, whatever. But this one, this one hit pretty hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
1: It's yeah, really intense. There is an instant change of vibe on the day it went direct.
2: Yeah, everything just feels so much better. And I think it couldn't have happened during a better time when the moon is. Turned off. <laughs> <What> is-
0: <laughs> well, I,
1: I don't do as well on the moon being turned off either. Uh, I'm mm. representing all this black right now. I got black jeans on too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so grim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm extremely goth, guys.
2: I know. I tried to do black, but I couldn't get all all of them. It's like yeah. Well, meh,
0: well hey guys,
1: get uh, hit us with some questions for Rachel, and maybe we'll start talking oh. a little bit about gene keys because. That can be where we start. Uh, I'm interested in learning more about that
0: system.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, which is what I like about it. Um, I think a lot of these systems you can make complicated, and that's something I do want to poke at a little bit. But for anyone who isn't familiar, it is a juxtaposition between the I Ching and astrology. So it's it's got a bit of a mystical vibe to it, um, which I enjoy just coming from. A mystical union mindset so essentially each key is an eaching gate and they go through a shadow a gift and a highest state called a city so there's a profile that you get with your all your placements that's um, called your hologenetic profile and it kind of breaks down which ones are activated for you personally now the thing about it is with the I Ching, really, you can live all this stuff throughout your life. You know, it's almost like you don't even need this. But it's nice to have a starting point to activate all of this within yourself. So this is Chance's profile.
1: Yep, here's an example. Put myself (laughs) out there.
2: (laughs) There you go. So I did, there's different sequences, um, which is what the different colors are. And I've only taken one of the courses so far. Um, and I will say that I think it's worth it after being somebody who did all this by myself for a while. It is really nice. Um, the green ones are your activation. So that's going to be that's exactly what it sounds like. It's just getting yourself familiar with this um, kind of a purpose, more of a purpose driven path. Uh, the red is for your Venus. Venus has to do with... Relationships, obviously, but also how you work with others, getting to your i don't know your vocation, the thing that makes you go, the thing that makes your life big and beautiful, and that helps you out along the way, which is the blue, and that's your pearl sequence. so I don't want to miss these questions
0: um, Oh yeah, we've got one
2: <laughs>
1: specifically about your favorite yeah. system of magic in comic book series
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard one. <laughs> um favorite system of magic probably intuitive because i i'd like elemental elemental magic that's probably my favorite hands down so elemental
1: magic so describe yeah. what you mean by that
2: um focusing and you'll hear me do it all the time in astrology um focusing on the elements how to balance that out because it can tie into medicine and health and the world around you so uh, making sure those things are in order and really using that as magic. It's kind of a conscious magic that you do all the time, sometimes about thinking about it, but it can be a lot of fun when you do. Uh, I, think,
0: are- uh, I, I think I do that
1: too. I describe it like basically if I'm having a flow state impediment of some kind and I'm at least conscious enough in the moment to think about it, I'll often reflect and be like, okay, where are my elements at right now? Like, um, have I had, am I too cold? (laughs) Like, do I need some sunlight or something like that? Or even like food can kind of represent fire to me. If I haven't eaten enough, then my, my Dante and my inner fire needs something to burn on. Mm. Or if, uh, if earth is low, it might mean I need to ground or it might need, I need to sleep or rest. Obviously water is water, but water can also represent love, connection, friendship, performing creative acts. Some of there's some overlap, you know? And then you've got the air, the breath. Am I breathing? Where's my breath at?
0: Mm-hmm. And if you
1: if you can like think about what you've been doing recently and how you're feeling in that moment, those different avenues, those elements can help you achieve flow state in a more consistent way. Yeah. So would that be elemental magic to just look at life that way?
2: Yeah, I would say so. They're really getting it back down to basics. It's like working the most basic alchemy you can without actually doing real alchemy. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there are minor things that you can do to actually do that. You know, cooking is an alchemy. Um, it's probably one of the easiest. You just have to be aware of it. I think I was talking in Gordy's food group about that. Um,
1: Which is about it's called like culinary alchemy or something.
2: Yeah. Interestingly enough. If you, everything you put into it, what you're saying, if you're singing to your food, that's the big thing about that is singing to your food, um, which makes a difference how you cook. I mean, you've probably been to restaurants where you're like, the person in the back needs some help because this tastes really bad. The food <laughs> itself, you're like, oh, flavorful. I, yeah, okay. But like the energy of the food is really gross. So that's real. Um, I do. Yeah, restaurants
1: are, are a sketchy option just for that reason alone. Like the person making your food more likely than not is not stoked about doing it. And that does have an impact on the energy of it. That's why I love the singing to food thing that Gordy got us doing.
0: (laughs) It's so good. Shout
1: out Gordy. I think he's taking the night off from the internet, which is a
0: good idea sometimes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You've also, you've probably heard me mention tea about a thousand times. I like to do, um, but I, you know, I was going to say enchanted tea, but (laughs) it's more like infused.
1: We can call it enchanted. Come on. I know.
2: (laughs) It's more accurately, it's infused. So it's just making conscious decisions on, you know, say I want to work on throat chakra. I'm going to put some blue stone in some very clean water and let it sit in the sun for an hour, maybe two hours. Just let it really get empowered. And then I'm going to choose a tea with herbs that are good for the throat and those areas and then mix those together and just make it a sacred moment and you know really put that extra oomph into medicine because it makes it makes a difference. That's a way to work with elements too, because you're working with earth and resonance and crystals and things like that, as well as water. So whatever those crystals properties are, you're hitting all that within your body too. So I like doing that.
0: I'm just gonna send some
1: good vibes into my drink right now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you can do it. You can can do it right now.
1: (laughs) It's hot water with lemon squeezed into it and honey. So it's like lemon honey hot water.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I made this, I made a matcha latte and it's it looks great in this glass, but it's getting cold.
1: (laughs) Shout out what kind of tea you got in the chat. We got Kaylee drinking chamomile.
2: Chamomile for the win. Just planted some of those seeds. We'll see how they do.
1: Now, Eric, we'll get to your question about comic books, because that's a fun direction. (laughs) Personally, a huge fan of comic books. But we got a call in from our man, Gabriel.
3: Yeah.
1: So let's listen to that. It's about a minute and a half. Always has good things to say. Maybe he'll like just call in, call in later in the show and join. Or you like uh, literally call in with the link. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Gabriel. What do you got to say?
4: Hail High Priestess Rachel. Hail Chance. Much love, everybody. Uh, I wanted to ask Rachel about an idea that I've been cooking all day in the forage of my mind (laughs) about Brigid. And I'm probably saying her name wrong. Um but uh that fact that she's the patroness of smithing of the forge is really hitting home for me uh because february has to do with fabricating and the making of things we know about the candles of the imbolic ceremonies at this time of year uh all having to do with fire inside um indoor flame. And I just think it's really beautiful because we're in the, you know, the the dark season, the longer nights. Um, And I wonder if Rachel thinks there could be anything to do with the Black Madonna uh, relating to this star card here in the season of Aquarius. Uh, I just wanted to put that idea forth and see what Rachel thinks. I'm always coming to Rachel with star card questions. I know she loves them so much.
2: <laughs> much yeah, much love. Thank you.
1: That's a good one, buddy. He also but, threw this in. He says, uh, he threw this into the call in line. He says, this looks like Rachel right now.
2: Yes, did... that is one of my favorite. That's my favorite artist that she put out these pictures of her. That's one of, yeah, I've posted that. <laughs> that is the aspect of her I think that's the medicine one because she did all three aspects so I like that one a lot
0: so she's a triune goddess huh Mm
2: Mm-hmm. she's one of the three that's that is a constant theme um in Celtic lore is being a triune being which is a
0: constant theme in
1: all of them
2: yeah yeah it's a lot of them yeah I was gonna say
1: Trimurti and Hinduism Obviously, the Trinity and Christianity, but it goes on and on. There are Trinity's all the way down. <laughs> even, <laughs> even numerically, everything's Trinity because every third number reduces to one yes. in Theosophical addition, which is like one. If you take four and you add one, two, three, four together, you get 10. If you add all the digits between one and seven, you get 28, which becomes 10, which reduces to one. And it goes on. So really, the number line could be like one, two, three.
0: One five six one eight nine one eleven twelve one
2: fourteen fifteen and so on. I love it. Well yeah. it's it's just how fractals begin. So it's gotta be there. <laughs> it has to be in everything. You know, you can't eliminate binary. You might as well just like erase the number two and just put three ones, but you still can't make three ones without doing one, two. It's a natural part of it. And it's the split. It's always, it's beautiful. And I think, you know, I've loved studying the rooms with Balderson and his tree of life, because it's probably one of the best examples on how we're all triune beings. It's a good way to, to visualize that, that you have this physical body, your ego body, and then this higher body. So you can look at triune deities that way, too. Like there, you know, you could say the blacksmithing, ad, you know, aspect might be the most earth body that she has (laughs) and then you know your medicine body is going to be that in between that it goes between the ego when I talk about making those teas, you're hitting wellness all the way up and down it's balancing that and then the poetry would probably be you know wordsmithing that's very etheric that's going to be her higher body so you can definitely if you want to name those parts of you be special go for it
1: (laughs) <laughs> so, did we keep track of Gabriel's question relating to the star card and the Black Madonna?
2: Yeah, the star, this, okay, the Black Madonna is not something I'm too well versed on. So, I'm, I would have to think about that a little bit more on a connection there. Because maybe we is, can draw
1: him in to talk about that. Yeah.
2: More. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, I think of somebody completely different um, that that could be related to. So, It's very possible, but yeah, I think we should see if we can talk to him about that. But, um, and then what was the other one? Oh, the star. Yeah, I think it's a perfect star going into Aquarius. Aquarius is usually seen as a very masculine time, but this is, I don't know, what I like about this in between is that it is, it is right in between the masculine and the feminine. So you do have this. Bridge between the two energies um, between seasons somebody to usher that in kind of like you know we're very familiar with psychopomps but we're not very familiar with doulas with life you know psychopomps I guess you know we we don't have anything like that at least not that I've heard of or heard speak of very you know often if at all (laughs)
0: You know, one of the first First people
1: I heard talking about using the private member association—I don't want to call the legal loophole—just like you know your right to not be a part of uniform commercial code law and be a corporate person and all that, uh, and not need to be licensed (laughs) just to like exist and do normal human things. There was a lady that came on Crow Triple Seven again. That podcast is just a wealth of information about the legal spiritual dichotomy or how really they're this they're reflections of each other. And uh, this lady was a doula who gave up her license from the state to operate as a, in the private, which I thought was remarkable because it meant no longer would the liability for any harm she did be put on the state. It would be her responsibility, but also now she doesn't have to like follow all the stupid procedures and rules and uh rape needles and things like that that they would want to offer the child as soon as it was born crazy stuff so yeah and here's an image of the star i but i love what you said about the doula uh this is the aquarius card right and mm-hmm. it represents so many things like art and creativity is an aspect of it but also this balance between um <laughs> it's almost like a balance between the giving and the receiving side you know you're adding water to your pool, but also giving it to the earth. So, I mean, both jugs are pouring out. It's a water bearer idea, but kind of, it's also kind of like receiving because the one is a reservoir.
0: There's a, there's so much.
2: There is a lot. And, and the thing is too, like if you look ahead at Pisces, the fish are supposed to be Aphrodite, Venus and her son. So Aquarius in this card is kind of like, recognizing yourself as the vessel as much as it is you know you're holding one sure that's you know whatever your tools are in this world to give but also that you are literally a vessel for for life and you're whatever you're doing is ushering new life and new love into this world if that's your intent
1: yeah or <laughs> or not if you
2: get yeah, right <laughs> or, or it's maybe not
1: yeah, the behold the ladder goes up and down.
2: Mhm.
1: Type of thing. Yeah. The next interverse there's a good flow about this like the the body as a vessel, container for life force energy and why it matters to have integrity like <laughs> like as in your vessel not being all cracked up and full of holes and leaky, so you're leaking light everywhere. But you uh it, what made me laugh was that before we came on the air you were talking about your rune bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> So i let you describe that and why that relates to what I just said.
2: Yeah. For some reason, I have this weird thing that keeps happening with even my purse, my regular purse, but the lining keeps coming undone. So I've, I've done a few reads and I'm like, oh, cool, you know, grabbing some runes, And then I've realized that there are a bunch between the lining and the bag itself. There's just this hole. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there's all this mystery down here. I don't know what those are. I thought there was just one when I was looking at it earlier. No, there were, there were a bunch. <laughs> it's a big hole.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, I guess I want to talk more about Gene
1: Keys, but I don't want to lose track of Eric's comic book questions. So let's, sure. let's touch on that. Cause I'm a huge
0: comic guy myself.
2: I haven't read them as much as I used to, but I really, for a very long time, really loved the Sandman. I used to have the big anthologies, like the big volumes. Um, recently I've enjoyed, uh, The Wicked and the Divine. I'm getting into that one a little bit just because it's kind of a fun idea. It's fun thing to play. If you with. have
1: any pirated digital copies of those, you can send them to me. I wish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend before anyone even thinks about watching The Sandman when it comes out, read it. Um, I'm very interested to see how they handle it. I mean, there's a lot you can do to comics. I mean, you guys have been going over Marvel and, you know, there's, there's some leeway. And with that particular comic, the leeway that they have is that dream is, um, I almost said eternal and that is not the right word, is an endless. So dream is always existing before and after everything. So any story involving him is completely relevant it could be any story. So it's like they can choose to follow the comics or they can tell completely new and different stories. And it would be just the same.
0: And that's so, uh, in Sandman.
1: Dream is the main character. I know that much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's dream, destiny, death, desire, and despair. Sounds like
1: something I would enjoy. Yeah, It's been a while since I was reading comics, but I used to be a huge, I liked a lot of independent stuff and some Marvel stuff. I mean,
2: <laughs> the <Got> my... spiders.
1: <laughs> this is how I knew I belonged on weaving spiders. Welcome. <laughs> I had to show this to get in.
2: That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Mine's hidden somewhere. I don't have it yet.
1: <laughs> but uh, some of my favorite comics. I really liked Saga, although I never finished mm. that one. Ironically, yeah, i lost track of comics at that point. But um, man, I have uh, another one that's kind of on the darker side that I really enjoyed. Was called Scalped which was like this noir, uh, sort of mystical, but dark and gritty murder mystery story about uh, an Indian reservation. Anyway, that's a really good one by Jason Aaron. And I have a friend named Zane who wrote us, who's still writing, it's ongoing, a comic called Righteous. And it's kind of a trip because he started writing this, I think, in two thousand. 18 is when it first started getting published and it's self published. And I don't, I haven't caught up with it for a while. I need to talk to him, bring him on a vibrant. He's a light worker, like an energy healer type of guy. Oh, and that's cool. A, a powerful one too, who just like doesn't use implements or tools or anything fancy. He just like wills things to happen with people's consent. And if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> really amazing. And uh, he's, yeah, he's got a, an ear for, Higher beings that whisper and stuff like that. But his book, Righteous, I think people should check it out. I'll, I'll look up a link when I'm done talking so I don't have to t- type with my mic on. But it's about a guy who is a insurance numbers guy. And he like helped companies that they insured basically like fudge the numbers so that they wouldn't need to recall things, even though people are getting killed by them, if that makes sense. Helping them make, save money and make money by not needing to fix their faulty cars and products and like that. So, mm-hmm. one night he uh, gets visited by this like being of light in his sleep and it touches him on the head. And when he wakes up the next morning, he's different and he can't do anything selfish that's uh, in a negative sense or like greedy in a negative sense. Basically, a simpler way to put it is if there's somebody in his presence that needs help, he is compelled and must help them. Hmm. And if they accept his help, they get the disease that they must also help others that, that need help in front of them.
3: Pass it so on.
1: <laughs> it's like, it becomes the story is about how this becomes like a pandemic and the powers that should not be are panicking and freaking out because they're losing, <laughs> they're losing all their control over everybody because the scarcity uh, mentality is, evaporating as more and more people begin to just like radically help each other and focus on that as their life's purpose. And mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I mean, that idea could be twisted into a sort of negative altruism, communism idea, but the way it's portrayed in the story is not like that. It's not, it's not like it's uh, self-sacrificing in a negative way. And all these cool synchronicities happen for the characters that help them do the right thing as well when they do the right thing the right things start happening automatically too so but what's why i went into such detail about that story's plot line or at least the premise for it is because that came out and then a couple of years a- into its production we get an actual pan- so-called pandemic so it's pretty hmm. crazy yeah, yeah so I'll, that... I'll look up that website and link it in the chat that's a really good comic
2: yeah there was that show um about a comic that was predicting all this stuff. I don't remember what it's called. Somebody in the chat probably knows, but my boss had told me to watch it. And I, I barely made it through the first episode. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is too real. (laughs) I don't know if I can do this. (laughs) That looks good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Here's righteous,
1: the comic and he's like producing it himself, paying the artists himself. And he's got people working on it from different places around the world. You can get a free copy of chapter one or issue one, whatever you want to call it. It's really good. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I need to catch up with him and also catch up on this story. I've got the first three volumes of it myself. So check that out since we're on a comic book subject. Yeah. And oops, you need to bring down my screen share. <laughs> there was something cool in the vibrant chat actually that after I oh, linked yeah. this in the Rockfin chat, I want to show. Juliana shared it for us. The eight pointed star as seen on the star card, contains all the runes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she sent this to me the other evening. I've seen it. I've seen somebody do um, the Hebrew letters, which is cool, but I do like seeing the runes in there. There are a couple where I'm like, I could probably fit it in a different way, but I do like that it fits in this eight-point star. I do like that.
0: Yeah, that's pretty rad. Nice share, Juliana. People... That's
1: some good stuff. Feel free to share in that... That call in line. We really appreciate it. Helps us keep this train moving because <laughs> we yeah. don't know what to talk about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Well, the eight, what's cool is the eight, um, I can show off some art. The eight does correspond to these festivals. Cause I think some people have seen this.
1: Oh yeah. I was hoping you would get this one out.
2: Yeah. This one is awesome.
1: So describe what we're looking at. This is such it's so beautiful too. I really love the metallic gel pen or whatever you use there
2: oh yeah i have some gold paint um yeah so i wanted i really wanted to go by the sky and show the outer i didn't realize this when i started but afterwards i realized that this is all um the fibonacci sequence so you have three um which is in these little orbs here as colors and actions then you five 8 and 13. So I have 13 constellations. You can still do 12 if you want. 12 is um, part of the human binary sequence, which is why both systems work. And why the colors, there are four colors. That is the CYMK, which is used in printing. So that's human binary. Uh, Just for those elements. But so the innermost ring is for uh, plant sequences so you have seeds germation growth pollination and seed formation that's also venus sequences then you have eight fire festivals with your solstices and your equinoxes which are fixed so that no matter where these are these always stay in place which is interesting because that puts the spring equinox in pisces
1: so that's in your like the outer ring is sidereal basically
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to go, I'm get, trying to get as close to the sky as I can. Um, but if that's the system that describes it best, that would be accurate.
1: So, yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not really any other system. It's your system, in a sense.
2: Right. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to get them all to be, uh, I don't know, maybe wean myself out of it, I guess, and create something new, even though this is very valuable.
1: I like so, that you've uh, replaced my sun sign with stag.
2: Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I did it. I made a copy for Sean and put it on there too, um, just so that it starts out somewhere in nature instead of a god, and a deity. But it's still just as potent and powerful, and still has an amazing role. And I think then it I fits also, too. I, you know, I think so too. And I'm trying to really rewire my own self. I did include the thirteenth sign, but I left it as a glyph. Um, not just because it fits better, but It'd be also, hard to fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like tiny, tiny words. Um, but also, like anyone who wants to put their own character there, something that you identify with as a serpent bearer, um, which is your tool wielder. I was debating a long time on what this element was, this fifth element, but it's absolutely metal. Um, because this is water. This is fire and you must have a conduit for that. You need a physical conduit for that. It could be wood, you know, so that's, this is metal. That's also going back to basic, super basic Chinese medicine.
1: You know, more than one person is already saying they want to buy a print of that. So you may (laughs) want to make that. I make hand
2: copies, so (laughs) let me know. It takes some time, but I, I like making them. So if you want one
1: no reproductions it must be yeah. handmade hand drawn
2: it is hand drawn only cuz i make this paper myself
1: so i got this from a listener ooh original painting of a stag so
2: that's perfect
1: there's a cat here dangling off it
2: <laughs> even
1: better <laughs> yeah this is i think before you were switching aries to stag maybe but pretty cool
2: yeah Created during a flow state,
1: which uh, advertisement coming up right after this on the Weaving Spiders welcome channel, probably. But if not on this channel, then (laughs) flow state
3: (laughs) where we get together
1: and we'll we'll hang out and read books to each other and make art. I'd love it if Jim hosted it. I don't know if he's listening right now, but if he if he can't, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) But I wouldn't wouldn't mind not having to drive. But yeah, lots of people want to buy one. so. You better start setting up your your uh, retail empire, Rachel. All right,
2: guys. Well, find me on Telegram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was meaning to share your Telegram channel. So talk about those while I dig up the links.
2: About the Telegram?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do there? Because I know you do things. Like, you have little events yeah. and such.
2: Um, I'll post stuff. I'm going to begin doing uh, some room polls during the moon cycles. There isn't one right now. So if you go check for one, there is not one for what I'm calling void moon because there's technically no moon tonight. So nothing for void moon. This is all your time. I don't do any no pulls for you. You'll get in touch. Um, so there will be one on the quarters and the full moon. So I'll start pulling some moons for that. Just kind of like check-ins. So I like to put stuff that's encouraging, stuff that I think is just fun. Um, pose questions things that I'm thinking about. Um, you're more than welcome to just follow or you can participate in the chat. It's totally up to you. But I do post, you know, when I'm on a show or if I'm you know, having a chat with somebody. So you can keep up the easiest way there. And you can always just message me
1: directly from there. It's easy. So
0: Speaking of you and other shows, people
1: have got to check out your episodes with Baldy on yeah. Odin's Alchemy with the runes in-depth rune gnosis
2: yes we've been going through those um which is super exciting because if it weren't for his first videos on them i probably wouldn't have had the direction that i needed to do them on my own because i definitely took what he put out and ran with it those are something i can show you too um
1: Jim is here and he announces that the flow state will be on Weaving Spiders Welcome.
2: Woohoo.
0: Huzzah. <laughs> we both did this at the same time. <laughs> cool.
2: So this is, um, this is Balderson's model. And I did just kind of my version of it. So this is the world tree with all, all of the runes. I managed to find a set of colored pencils with 24 exactly. It does get a little bit foggy because there's a lot of greens, but they're all here.
1: There's a lot of greens in nature, so it fits.
2: Yeah, there are. And most of them are in the very first set, which is super appropriate. But the things that I put on here have to do with um, Chinese medicine and the organs. You have all your energy centers. So if you want to use, just be mindful of what you're healing when you're singing Galder, you can focus on your lungs or, you know, your guts. So, but what's cool about it is that I, I'm i really glad that I put all these extra elements on there because it goes into um, elements in the I Ching all the way up to heaven and lake and mountain, wind. Those are all still totally relevant and they all make total sense going up. So it's been... It's been pretty cool, but having that project during twenty twenty and studying all the runes was really a healthy focus for me.
0: <laughs> I just for got sure. cracked up by the
1: uh, the chat. Justin on Rockfin says a lot of green in my body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. Good deal,
1: man. Good stuff. Okay, so that yeah. this whole part reminded me. First of all, I remember sitting in on a live stream you did on your Telegram channel where you were going over this model that you'd drawn out and talking about some ways to use the uh, information in it for healing. And it had a lot to do with tea. (laughs) That was cool. It's
2: just the easiest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is. You can infuse things in water so easily. But a question that just reminded itself to me was about like that we were considering talking about was mudras. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, I just got this cool mudra. Oracle deck you can draw mudras out of and get a random one for the day that is chosen for you by the universe. And that's been pretty cool and helpful for me, especially to like learn certain specific mudras. But I wanted to know, you know, where you're coming from with that practice or study and mm-hmm. what, like how how that's working out for you. If there's anything you want to share about it.
2: Um, I did share one that I was just randomly given by spirit um, with the spiders during one episode. I call it the void mudra. Cause that's what I was really focusing and honing in on, um, was spending that time. But since you've started posting them, I've been doing them a lot more and that's, it's been really awesome. Like, and I find sometimes when I meditate, like I feel like doing one, it just, there's something about that energetic connection and those acknowledgements while you're doing breath work. And, you know, it's just so direct. Yes. JLo. Um, the jinkies did come out with mudras for each each ingate, which is really fascinating. And I haven't gotten into it too much, but I have seen some stuff about it. And I think that would be a pretty valuable practice if you're using if you're focusing on your profile first, because that's like I said, it gives you a good direction. It's a good starting point. Because it's like you could look at 64 and be like, which one do I do first? <laughs> it's like, start with you. <laughs> start with you. So
0: do you have that um, list?
2: Um, I don't because I think now they've put it in a course, which is like 30 bucks. That's not that bad.
0: No, not I, that bad. I'm curious no. about it, though.
2: Yeah, I would love to see more of what they have for each one. I think I just saw like I have to remember where I saw it. But yeah, it seems neat. And I think they just they're kind of pushing it a little more as something new, something you can expand on. and incorporate
1: now do you have a gene key reference handy at the moment i do because i want to talk about since this is episode 25 (sighs) it fits for me because um in my gene key sequence profile what have you the life's work position for me and another one actually i have two the only one that doubles up in my chart thing is twenty five, and this is episode twenty five. So that's, that's perfect in the I Ching. That's innocence.
0: Mm.
1: So, you guys, I'm I'm trustworthy. I'm super innocent. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we could use this as an example to talk about the, you know, how the system works with the, mm-hmm. the
0: gift, the shadow, the gift in the city.
2: Yeah, so I love that. That's innocence. Like you'll when you go through these, you'll see very. Clear um, distinctions on—you'll see differences between the I Ching titles and what these are titled. So the twenty-fifth I Ching is... titles
1: are—you know—you're translating from another language into English anyway, and the, even the name of the I Ching hexagram is based on how someone is interpreting what what six lines or broken lines mean.
2: Yeah yeah and it's actually i like that meaning and i do want to come back to it because i when you say it like i can see how all of this fits in um but it is i think this is the one that's in aries constriction because i did the shadows <laughs> that was another big project i did out of my mind <laughs> sitting with these shadows for like a week at a time
1: just to draw them good lord and this kind of fits back to the conversation on breath too because constriction
2: Mm-hmm. Is the shadow
1: of not breathing fully and openly. But yeah, well, the, go ahead.
2: Oh, you've talked about it. And I've had the same thing where like, I'll stop breathing, you know, where you keep yourself from breathing, You're, you, like you find yourself holding your breath. I'm like, why am I doing that? <laughs> so I've tried to be really mindful when that happens and be like, whatever reason that is, oh, well, because breath needs to keep happening. <laughs> figure that out by breathing so constriction is a good shadow
1: meditation practice is so vital Uh, coming from me i didn't do it today but (laughs) (laughs) like just 15 minutes the way that you're breathing from the beginning to the end is so different
0: Mm -hmm. in terms of how
1: open up and how far the breath is traveling in your body and there's other practices besides meditation that can achieve that like uh a nice like yin yoga flow, for example, or even Qigong when, I mean, Qigong's meant to be not really an exertion, just on the edge of exertion kind of not really elevating your heart rate or making you sweat, but unless you're doing it like under the sun outside. And so <laughs> moving with the breath or just sitting with the breath, any of that on a daily basis, pretty, pretty
0: crucial for bringing spirit closer or into your vessel.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it talks a lot about, um, since these are gene keys, where that term comes from is that there are 64 codons in your genes. So a lot of this stuff has to do with um, your genetics and healing ancestral stuff. I mean, this is like probably the easiest way to do it, in all honesty. Yeah, this is my story. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, why am I doing that? Um, so this is the myth of the sacred wound, you know constriction has to do in this this particular context let me just i'm just going to read like a sentence um, constriction exists wherever love is absent and it's the underlying source of all human suffering it is self-perpetuating because to constrict life in yourself or in another is to welcome more suffering into your life so there are lots of reasons we can be constrictive it can be mostly in the gene case it's out of fear or anger So a lot of it will go back to basic survival. This is how you talk to your ego. This is how you do ego work. (laughs) You acknowledge, okay, you're afraid. You're brilliant at thinking of all these scenarios. That's anxiety. All these things that could potentially happen. Look how smart you are. Let's chill. (laughs) Let's chill on that.
1: For me, I mean, it can happen for a variety of reasons. But for me, a lot of times
0: when I bring constriction on myself, it's usually because usually it's because I'm uh,
1: expecting someone else or other people in general to give me and provide me with love in the way that I think and expect it should be shown. Mm -hmm. Mm (laughs) And uh, even if they are loving me in their own way and like, but instead of giving it to myself and how would I give it to myself by relaxing and opening up and breathing. That would be how I give it to myself. But instead, I'm just like, when are they going to give me the love the way that I want it or the way I think it should be? And I'm all like, so for me, that's a big part of it. It, That's how it operates.
2: Yeah, I could see that. And what's neat about the setup of these is that it gives you some really good examples on how this manifests in life. So two of the ways is a repressive and a reactive nature. So repressively. This shadow is ignorant. Um, just letting nothing, I, I don't need to know. I don't need to know. You're kind of shutting yourself off. Thank you. Um, so it's but just by not knowing, and people are like, ignorance is bliss. And that you're just, what you're doing is you're cutting yourself off from the source by not choosing not to know and choosing to be unaware of what's going on. The reactive nature is to be cold. So you're consciously shutting things off, you're consciously constricting kind of like like a hose in the garden. You're just going to...
0: I like that too, that there's the two
1: versions of the shadow because it really speaks to the fact that like for the shadow to operate and teach us its lessons, we have to be in this duality mindset anyway mm-hmm. instead of a unified
0: mindset.
2: That's what I like about reading through these. Honestly, I like this method as it is because it gets you into a place of empathy. Like if you start reading through your profile, you're going to read one of these and you're going to know exactly which one you do. You're going to know if you're more repressive or reactive. And there might be some you read where you're like, Oh, I don't do that as much. And then like, (laughs) realize that you kind of (laughs) do You're like, Oh, I've, I've felt that. But what's nice is it gets you it gets you to start understanding what the gift is because the thing about your survival traits and all of that it's meant for you so it's just about transmuting it and opening yourself up to what that gift is and in this one it is acceptance accepting love so let's see if there's a good a soft approach to life in the 25th shadow, we saw how fear creates its own biofeedback loop, which maintains this constriction of life force inside you. The only way of breaking the loop is to have courage and to simply feel the fear, which is true. That's perfect
1: because uh, I find that this entire thing operates. This whole dynamic of 25 is a solar plexus thing.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have to, man, that's where courage comes from. <laughs>
1: It's, it's also what energy. I consider to be where like the primary accumulator in your vessel for the life force mm. energy in terms mm-hmm. of how that comes through as will at like your true will, your reason for incarnating. So I call it the treasure chest. It's a solar nice. plexus. It's gold or yellow. You know, it's your chest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If I was naming the chakras, I would call that one the treasure chest.
2: <laughs> you should, you should map them out the way you would name them. This would okay. Fun.
1: <laughs> Third would eye would be, be cool. brainhorns, named for Jim and his hats.
2: The brain horns. the brain horns chakra. That could look cool.
1: Maybe that is my next uh, project. <laughs> Actually, I think the art I'm working on right now, there's something like that going on in it.
2: I would like to see an update on that because yours are so cool.
1: Oh man, it's going so slow lately. The only time I work on it is on flow state, which is why I'm so excited. Jim's hosting, so I can really work on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need another project. So whoever whoever wants one of these charts, I will work on yours first. <laughs> Live.
1: <laughs> While we're in this little interruption on the on the conversation, I want to link in the chats Weaving Spiders Welcome episode 64, featuring Rachel and me and the whole gang. Uh so it feels appropriate since that was.
2: Heck
1: yes. 64 hexagrams, 64 codons of DNA, Nintendo 64. <laughs> Very <laughs> important Nintendo <laughs> 64 information in that episode. So, you know, pull that up and queue it up for later. It's, it's worth spending however long it takes you to get through the four and a half hours. It is full <laughs> of gravy. Lots of funny Alan in that one.
2: <laughs> pull all kinds of stuff out. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, good stuff.
2: It's the surprise card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so okay, we're moving from the shadow to the gift, right? hmm
2: Yeah, so the gift is being open. And there's a little quote that says, You have to relax these layers deep inside you so that you can feel the flow of love once more moving within your being. So it's it's an active thing to overcome this shadow. It's a very conscious thing to catch yourself being constricted and to consciously say, I'm going to relax, be vulnerable, and be open. Which You know, it's practice. So it's easy. It's simple. Okay. It's might not be easy, but it is
1: simple. (laughs) I think a really cool way to look at it is to turn the shadow into a gift. You must accept that the shadow is the gift.
3: Yes, it (laughs) is. As
1: soon as you're like, oh, I'm aware of the shadow right now. You turn it into the gift by making the choice in that moment. The shadow is just like the flag waving. Like, hey, hey, pay attention
2: there's a hole here, take care of it. (laughs) That's, that's kind of how I see it. And the thing is, is like the more that you do it, the easier it really does become like you might struggle the first few times to catch yourself, but honest to God, like the next few times you do it, you're like, I don't even have to try to do it. It just is, it becomes, you know, the path of least resistance, the easy The simple, the flow, you're going to follow that. You just are. So start programming yourself in a beautiful way. And it works every time.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like um, the hurdle is only a wall until you decide to go over it. (laughs) Yeah. And then then it's open, open track in front of you.
2: So we've got (laughs) J-Lo and
1: J-Lo and This Is My Story are competing for who gets the first (laughs) copy of your, your cool. I don't know how to call it this a zodiac. chart.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a seasonal chart. That's it's just uh, it a needs to have
1: like a cool name. Yeah. A, a Ray chart, <laughs> like, like a Rachel chart.
2: <laughs> I'll come up with something. It'll be named.
1: <laughs> hey Roman in the house. He was our special honored guest newcomer to the weave on episode 64. Buddy, we, we need to talk. You should come on vibrant soon because you're plenty bubbly. Yeah, giggly and good. (laughs)
2: Good water, good water energy.
1: Oh, Gabe's got it.
2: (laughs) Munoz Zodiac.
1: (laughs) Munoz Zodiac. It
2: just goes right through.
1: Rolls right off the tongue.
2: (laughs) I like it. So once you get through the gift, um, you can reach a higher state. And the way that the CDs are described is kind of like, full-on Christ consciousness. Um, If you ever meet somebody like Krishna or Jesus or Buddha, those are people operating in a civic state all the time. So to operate in that would be a pretty insane life. Can you do it? Yeah. Um, But I think Chance One of Yours specifically says, this person will have a hard time fitting in. I'm like, well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because if you're you're going through this, you're not going to fit in the system.
1: Well, so, you know, interesting, it's not out yet, but the next episode of my show with this amazing dude named Topher, who's got a biocharisma as his Instagram. He's like a permaculture wizard and also experimenter with Oregon devices and a bamboo master, all kinds of cool stuff. And we got into this part of the conversation I didn't expect where he was talking about two people in his life that he knew that he's met or is friends with that he considers to be spiritually creditors rather than debtors. Mm -hmm. And that was like his way of describing somebody in acidic or enlightened life. But the way he put it, they were still involved with everything messy in the world on every level, maybe more involved than the normal person. They just were like not phased. (laughs) Like they just never, they just never like looked at the world as if the world owed them something or they owed anything to the world. In fact, they never owed anything to anybody. Everything they did was gift. Everything mm-hmm. they did was in a non-transactional type of consciousness. So, yeah, look forward to that one with Topher. It was a really good chat. It'll come make- out probably Friday. A lot of mind-blowing shit in it. <laughs> the black <laughs> helicopter show up.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: how it's you know you're hunter. on this yeah. package. <laughs> yeah, so what is the city of, uh, of 25?
2: of 25 it is universal love and the subheading is the rose and the chalice oddly enough um that's a theme that comes up a lot but all the cities are variations on love like every time you get to that it's going to be something to do with love because that is operating in a high state
0: that's the highest state
2: so J. Lo said something about the blood, and I just looked down and it says, in terms of our genetics, the blood of Christ represents the absolute acceptance of the suffering of all men and women from the beginning of time. Just a note, like, this book is full of different examples, so you'll see different examples from everywhere, Um, all of which is encoded in the human genome. So the only thing that sets any of those characters apart from you is how activated they are. That's all. You can be any of those people. (laughs) It's just maybe they were born with that awareness. And that's the only thing that separated them was knowing their divine inheritance, knowing exactly who they were.
1: So, yeah, like with Christ, you weren't meant to worship Christ, you're meant to follow. And even the meaning of Jesus Christ etymologically is Jehovah is salvation. And then the meaning of Jehovah etymologically is the self evident, self existing, eternal life force energy of creation. So it's like, that's your salvation is (laughs) life force energy. And to go back to the star,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. like following Jehovah or natural law is doing that, which honors the life force within you and within all other beings and never dishonors it in any way through sullying it by creating duality (laughs) <laughs> commercial consciousness commercial is the best like word that comes to mind uh you know this weird corporate monopoly thing that we play of i owe you i'm better than you you're or you're better than me this projecting of our shadows and virtues on everybody else instead of
0: owning and accepting that we're all of it mm-hmm. yeah that's really powerful to do that and to even
2: go out in the world and be that to people Is really powerful too, because it does it does have an effect. Um, I've been like avoiding saying this ever, but I have a very powerful presence, and so I'm when I say that I'm not just like oh go do it it'll work out. No, it's because I'm I've seen it happen. These things are frequencies. This is how it works. When you operate in a certain way, people do pick up on it. (laughs) One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I know
1: what you mean. Like um, when I'm. Really in the zone, I have people in the grocery store just coming up to me and telling me the worst thing that ever happened to them as if yeah. I can fix it. Yeah. Like strangers.
2: It's really crazy. And it's okay. So the part that I look down on, like the little, cause they'll have like little blips on the sides, just little parts of it. It's super appropriate for the star and everything that we were, we were just talking about. It says the bodies of these people have undergone a radical transformation in order to be the receiver or chalice for pure consciousness. And that's what you're doing when you do ancestral genetic work and you heal your organs, like all of these have a physiology point in the body. I think this one is the heart. It has an amino acid, arginine. Like when you're consciously taking care of these parts of your body, you are bringing healing, restoration, rejuvenation, and activation. So you're becoming a better channel for life force energy.
1: Yeah. And that life force energy is the same. If you ever heard like you're breathing the same air that Julius Caesar breathed or something like that, you know, that's Mm -hmm. true. Uh, Other than that, maybe he's a mythical character, but (laughs) 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 we won't won't go to that. But uh, the life force, the electricity, the bioplasma in your field, it is, it's all one. That's the part of creation. That's one. So it's the same energy that was in the fields of your ancestors and even like when I do sound healing sessions for people it's not every time but sometimes ancestors actually come through there's Mm -hmm. a specific part of your auric field uh, about a foot off the body on each side one side is the maternal ancestral river it's called and then there's the paternal ancestral river and the last person that I did a session for they're dad came through on the paternal side who had crossed over, but like this, Mm. that like we have a, there's a sheath of like a membrane outside of your field, your bubble space. But beyond that, there's actually continual layers of more and more subtle shells, if you will, that extend back and contain the information all the way out to infinity of both sides of your lineage. So, Mm. Everything that you do does carry weight for your ancestors. You are possibly healing and also traumas that you're carrying. They're not, you know, we don't have to look at ourselves as like guilty for suffering from whatever problems we suffer from. Whatever like a issue or addiction or hardship or emotional shadow that you've got. You're you're not the first one in your line that dealt with that. You may be the first one that could actually conclusively heal it, though,
0: and pass Mm -hmm. forward
1: a different vibration to future generations. And even if you don't procreate, you're still influencing the entire fractal of life force energy because it's not just at at one level. We're all related too, because it's all the same spirit. We're all breathing the same
0: air, the same breath.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I would also take that this chance to point out that on this tree of life there is a masculine and feminine side mapped out and that is how I would use Golder. so in Golder you sing the runes and what you're doing um, Balderson and I just talked about this we just finished up recording the last set of runes so you guys should check that out when it comes out but definitely check all those out because what the runes are is kind of a template for how life works. So let's say you have inherited financial fears. You can absolutely use some of these to pinpoint where those are. Like, I'm trying to think of a good one. So Fehu runs up and down the middle of yourself, but it touches the feminine side.
1: Fehu Is Fehu the one that's like...
2: Fehu goes up, goes up here. So this is like the Earth Star Chakra down here. So Fehu starts all the way from the bottom. It goes up. Here's your root. Okay, goes up again. Up through here, through your heart and your higher heart. This is all on the feminine side. Fehu has to do with wealth, mostly inherited, something that's been passed on. That can also be your physical and your spiritual inheritance as much as it is. It's generally physical, but it can also be your spiritual and your body inheritance. So that's, you might sing Fehu to consciously work on that. That's kind of how it works. (laughs) Cool yeah so but that's the thing is like these are all tools for healing that this is just one way to do it
1: so you sing the runes then that's pretty neat
2: Mm -hmm. that's a very masculine thing to do actually because the runes are very salty they're very they're on that darker side of things so it's vocal Has to do with the vibration the feeling
0: speaking of baldi i tried to draw him in here but he said his his voltrons busted
2: that is true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Busted internet.
2: Yeah. It, hopefully it gets fixed soon. I think it is, but yeah.
1: <laughs> We're just lucky he has internets at all over on Murder Mountain.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Such a blessing.
1: Such a blessing. I'm going to drop in the telegram chat, the link to our stream yard. And uh, if anyone wants to pop in and say hi on the screen or yeah. talk to us for the rest of the show, like, um. If we get a ton of you, <laughs> then I may have to, I, pro, I don't think we'll get too many. So just scratch that. Jump in, jump in. You know who you are. You want to do it. <laughs> Hang out with us.
2: Yeah, do it.
1: Oh, yeah. I wanted you to show us the void mudra, though.
2: Oh, yeah. So I'll try my best because it's actually going to be pointed downwards. But okay. just I'll show you how to do it. So you essentially do this. Here's the front except your middle finger is going to go inside.
3: So it's like that. So it's going to be pointed
2: down um, kind of at your hip level,
1: but that's essentially how you do it. So are the middle fingers like touching each? They're not woven. They're like.
2: They are. They do touch.
0: Okay. But they're, they're laced though. They're not. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah. So that's the void mudra. I'm interested to see if that is an actual mudra somewhere. Because it just kind of came to me. I just did it.
0: And where do you hold this during meditation?
2: So you, it's, um, if you're laying down, you hold this at your hip level, by your hip bones, your pelvic bone. Just very relaxed, very, very natural. Very, you know, just sits like that.
1: Ahoy, hoy! Hey. Hey, hey
2: everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, hey. my friend. We got Gabriel and Zero.
2: Yay. Yay.
3: see the tail. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Good to see everybody.
1: So uh before we move into the next thing I have queued up, what what is the void mudra t- associated with?
5: The void. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's Um you
2: can call it uh Gnundi Gap if you want to be more specific, space, but it's emptiness. space. Yeah, the the dark, the darkness. Um I don't really like saying the darkness, but it is It is where there is nothing. But,
0: the absence.
2: But it's actually everything. Everything is there. Absolutely exactly. everything is there. So it's
1: just... It's The ple- it's, the void is the pleuroma. Mm-hmm. The zero That's... is the egg.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I love that. You know, uh, Ovid is an
1: anagram for void.
2: Nice. And it means
1: egg. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just spend some time Ew. in the cosmic egg. Yeah, as soon as you, <laughs> you
1: show up, you're just like, boom, here we go.
0: Words.
2: Like <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of imagine it like being in one of those um those pods those deprivation chambers it's yeah. like it's like being there it's so nice it's such when a good i had the cooties i in. did
1: one of the I, I went and did the uh sensory deprivation tank i'm
2: jealous <laughs> <laughs> there's a place that does it and i haven't been yet but it's on the list
1: i did a combo i did the uh started in the infrared sauna for like an hour and then did an hour in the flow tank. It was really nice. Two hours of not feeling like I was dying and then (laughs) (laughs) I was better for a while. And then it was kind of rough again. Yeah. That's
4: that's cool. It makes me think of the, you know, the standard, what one of many shamanic practices is to like go into a tent and, you know, take in the incense and the sacred herbs and, probably some sacred oils and then uh, commune and come back and tell everybody what to do.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do that in your bathtub. There are two things I always recommend and it's tea and a hot bath, mostly mm-hmm. because I've met so many people who make healing such a big deal. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is easy. Nice. <laughs> you have no excuses.
1: Yeah, if most of what keeps it. people from healing is they're just like too busy with bullshit to just take a, a break and do something yeah. that feels good.
2: Take a 30-minute hot bath, put some oil in there, put some salt in there, take mm-hmm. some crystals if you want. Like
4: you know I never thought of this <laughs> until you just said that, but to take tea and a hot bath is to make that which is within syncopathic with that with which is without.
2: Yes. Think so you like
4: maybe have some similar ingredients, so you can have the harmony from within,
2: yeah, and I think it's all it all has to do with awareness, it all has to do with awareness, you know if you're if you're focused on your lungs, if you're visualizing, um I was talking i like I sent this to Lindsay, she probably already knows this, but like like if I'm focusing on my kidneys, I'm gonna visualize blue light. You know, and I'm going to have that in my mind while I'm speaking to my kidneys, while I say something, positive vibrations, it's, you can hit all four bodies when you do healing. It's just about awareness. It's just about consciousness and speaking, healing was something I learned growing up in the church, you know, I mean, granted they were speaking Bible verses, but it's the same principle Mm -hmm. of speaking truth and speaking life. And that's, you know my biggest complaint is women who are like when they're on their cycle and they're like, my body's trying to kill me. And like, I guess it is. is. <laughs> You're That's conflicting energy. If you want to feel better, don't <laughs> say that. Be like, thank you.
1: <laughs> Lucas says, drink the bath water. Pee in it first.
3: <laughs> yeah. It
1: dilutes, it dilutes the taste, makes it easier it's to get down.
4: Golden Dawn style.
3: No. <laughs>
1: so funny. Yeah, well we got I'm glad we we've got you in here, man, and uh others are welcome too. I publicly posted that in the group, so anything goes. We could see some new faces even. I'd love new faces, new blood. But uh, I want to bring up this Black Madonna, Gabriel, and see if you can elaborate more on in your question.
4: You know, one of one of the the myths that we're told about her is that you know she's often yeah, Kaylee, Kaylee, hail hail!
1: Now it's a party.
6: What's up, guys? Keep keep going, Gabe. Keep going, Gabe.
4: (laughs) Cool. Well, one of the myths that comes with the Black Madonna. You know they—they they never want to admit that there, you know, might have been saints or—or or that were not white. So they go all dancing around the fact that she might just be a black lady who's sacred goddess.
3: Mm-hmm. But
4: um, the excuse we're told is that her she was venerated in the dark, in caves and underground, and that the soot from the candles or the torches have mm-hmm. painted her over time. Hmm. And, um, and I think, you know, there's, there's beauty to all of those possibilities, you know, and um, it's not either or per se, but what I was thinking today was about, if you were the patroness of the forge, and you're working in the smithy, you're going to be covered in soot, just like they tell us about the Black Mm -hmm. Madonna.
2: I love that. I love that. So... I would go back, I would actually go backwards for a more literal connection mm-hmm. um, between Danu and her sister, Dormu. Okay. Because Dormu is the dark side. You have Donna a Donna even and sounds dark. like Donna. Kinda does.
0: Mm-hmm. So you
2: could have a very literal representation of the dark right. as a queen and as somebody who's holy, because she's their sisters. So duh. They're awesome. hmm so- <laughs> You know, we always look at Gemini as two brothers. Sometimes there's two sisters. So, right. Right. right? We're always like the dudes. But there's that. But I do really like that idea of the soot because that is such a beautiful connection to the dark, to the deep, to the earth and the things Mm -hmm. that you can't see all in one. Like working with fire, you're working with air, too. So it's it's tying together that ether and that earth at the same time. That's really beautiful. I really like that connection game. That's cool.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I also, I think about like at this time of year, oh, we're in, we're in uh, under coins or the earth elements, mm-hmm. you know, and she's literally always under the earth. The Black Madonna is literally under the ground. But I also think about this is the time to like really dig in and work hard to, you know, make it to the, to the sunny season again, to that climb.
2: Yeah, that's why I didn't mind all these retrogrades at the time that they were. I'm like, this is the perfect time of year to do it. While the energy is low, while we're in the darkness already, it's like, all right, we're just going to go deeper into that cave. You're either ready or not. (laughs)
3: Like,
4: even the word word grind has the word ground,
2: Mm.
1: you know? Wow. You got to grind. You got to get down. You got to get dirty. I was during the retrograde grinding out the audiobook, which is July's End with Black Swans. Right. Oh, black yeah. There. You were wordsmithing it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Black Swan.
6: Well, I was doing my apprenticeship for welding, my first year apprenticeship, every Wednesday, funny enough, we would do a lot of grinding of plates test mm. plates for people that's just kind of funny anyway
2: oh my gosh nice. <laughs> <It's a literal. laughs> yes <laughs> i don't know why i love this joke so much
1: <laughs> is this in fact wednesday <laughs> I, th- I bet this is an old meme
0: from picture show days i found it in gems meme meme bank it's a treasure trove over there so Kaylee, what do you think about the two
1: two 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 today? The thirty-third day of the year?
6: Is it the thirty-third day of the year? Wow. It is. Wow, I didn't realize there was another double in there. Um well okay. I mean other than the Gregorian calendar being bullshit. To go. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I've I've been seeing Okay, last time Jupiter went into Pisces, number synchronicities were off the fucking charts. It was crazy. And exact same thing this time. It's insane. It's insane. I've been seeing double numbers nice. <laughs> all <laughs> week. All week. But,
3: that is I don't know.
6: It it, feel, it feels extra magical, but I don't really know if that's just me or... Mm-hmm.
3: I
4: don't
6: know. It's, I tend I tend to just like... That's the way my brain goes naturally. So Uh,
4: I got one. I just thought of one. I'm so glad you said that. Uh, So we're in like two, 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 two. Right? Is that it? Two, 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 two. Um, Well, four by four is the magic square of Jupiter.
3: Hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Huh? Huh? Hmm. (laughs) Things are about to get big.
1: I'll be right
4: back. Zero's got to go out. He's going crazy.
1: Two by two is not a very magic square, though. You know, it's really easy math.
2: It depends on the twos that you have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. If you use, I don't know, we could get elemental about it. If you have two cups of water and two things of dirt, or if you have one thing of dirt, one thing of water,
0: (laughs) start mixing it together. It's going to be very different. Starting to make me think of that star card again. card. Yeah. He's back. Well, I just took him off screen foreign. because it felt right to do, you know, give him some, give his dog some privacy.
2: There you go. <laughs> Looking okay. out.
6: Well, what do you guys think about the 22nd of February?
4: The 22nd? Even more twos. So George, many twos. George, George Washington's birthday. Oh, Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, today was my my vote on them announcing the queen's death. So as of right now, I'm losing. I'm losing my 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 guess. <laughs> maybe it'll be the 22nd.
1: Makes me think I should put the vibrant for that week on uh, Tuesday instead of uh, Wednesday,
0: just to catch that two synchronicity or do something that day.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you should. I think. I I Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think it's an acceleration. It's just, it's a number showing us an acceleration because the other day, um, I woke up with a very specific song for a very specific rune stuck in my head and it was for Uruz and it was the Wardruna song for that. It's the second rune. And that particular song, the lyrics have to do with going back to the ice age to see when I melted, essentially. And that's this time of year. We're melting, it's melting, it's melting, it's happening. Like, life is coming, things are accelerating. And Uru's also has to do with natural gifts from nature, also high spiritual energy. It's a very spiritually charged rune.
0: In the I
1: Ching, two is earth over earth, which is black over black. And it's basically like the void womb. Mm -hmm. And 20, which is the other one with the two, maybe I should pull the 22 as well. 20 is is contemplation, which is air over earth. And uh, 22 is grace. Which
2: yeah.
1: element wise, I think it's a mountain over Earth. could be getting that yeah. wrong: to
2: It's like one out. of the biggest gene keys in this book
1: It's a, one of my favorite
2: I have oh, it's, two it's a mountain over fire, My gene my keys, actually
1: that's called cool. Oh,
2: that's right, you do
1: what is that, Kaylee?
6: I said I have two in my gene keys, also uh, s b. Alger just said it's his second his daughter's second birthday. Aww. Today or the 22nd, SB?
0: Oh, That's a
2: special that. birthday. Two on the 22. In 22, you better do something big for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that better be her first memory.
2: <laughs> <Right? Yeah>. <laughs> special <laughs> birthday. <laughs> so it's, yeah. We're it's
1: about to pandemic. talk to, to Kurt Kallenbach year. about why your birthday is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Spiritually, <laughs> that is.
0: So, oh, uh, no. so,
4: so right, uh,
0: like the biggest holiday.
4: <laughs> doesn't you said Brigitte has a sister, Dornamo?
2: No, um, the goddess Danu. Danu, Danu
4: has, has
2: Dornamo.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, I was thinking in Imbalik, this holiday is often a two day event. It's mm-hmm. like the first and the second. So, it's kind of got the twins. The duality in that as well. Because you're coming neat.
2: from the earth and rising up. So you kind of have that that birthing yeah. kind of vibe.
4: I like it. And then there's embolic and the umbilical cord.
2: Which I will bring up Pisces again because we think of Gemini as only two, but that's two fish. And that's how they're connected is with that cord. Nice. There's a pair, several pairs.
6: That's why I make sure when I talk about Pisces, I talk about both sides of it. It's like, yeah, there's this beautiful, mystical, magical side, but there's also a lot of shady shit, too. Okay, it's a yeah. <laughs>
2: I love that you do that.
6: That's awesome. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to. I feel mm-hmm. like I
2: have to. Yeah. My Venus and Pisces. Mercury
1: are both in Pisces. That's right, they are. And my sun, if you're counting by the where the sky really
0: is.
2: The sidereal here of Pisces? Yeah. Yeah, sidereal, my Venus and Mercury are also in Pisces for that one.
3: Yeah,
6: sidereal is really interesting. I'm like all fire if you go by sidereal. Aries, sun, Sag, rising. I don't I don't feel like that at all. I don't feel like that at
1: all. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty zesty.
2: I am, but my Mercury is in Aries. <laughs> so that's where I get into like the quality of the elements, which is why on this chart I have them as RBG. So you have mm-hmm. solid, liquid, vapor. You have mutable, cardinal, and fixed. Oh, so I like how you put change that to the. That's fun. It feels good. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. But that definitely like speaks to it. Like I could say, "Oh, I'm super earthy," but also, what is that earth? You know, is it lava? <laughs> is it's it just, Taurus? It's a fucking rock, <laughs> right? It's just a rock. <laughs> but I have something in Capricorn, so that's something that's like very moving you know it's like that's Mm -hmm. something people don't take into consideration that's why i work with elements because that's going to dictate how your elements act and what they do and how they come across and how you work with them you know i was Mm -hmm. talking to um yuliana about her yod and that's kind of how i was seeing it because a yod what i was noticing is a mutable a fixed and a cardinal and people are like they're so hard to work with i'm like not really not really. If you look at it that way, what you're doing is you're just taking all those actions and figuring out what to do with those elements. It's like, OK, well, this is, you know, cardinal fire. What does that even mean? What is that fire doing? It's moving. So it's probably a firework. <laughs> this is go. cardinal fire. The spark <laughs> it's starting. Yeah, sorry. I'm being mutable. <laughs>
1: My cardinal yes. fire is uh, definitely <laughs> like in the air. There you go. I have like He's steam fixed fire. It's why I'm full of Sorry. hot air and I sweat really easy. No, thank you. <laughs>
6: get, You're full of hot air and you sweat real easy.
1: I get really sweaty when I work out. Like buckets of sweat, embarrassing amounts of sweat. I think go. that's how that's my okay. body works. Like it's the main detox pathway. If I don't get a heavy duty sweat in a few times a week, I easily like put on weight. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, a little bit about me.
3: Exactly. I will bring that
1: up just because I like what you're saying about like what kind of version of the earth or the fire is it?
2: Mm-hmm. And water too. Yeah. People people get hung up on water and they're like, water does things. <laughs> it moves. <laughs> it can be. Yeah. force. What's
6: the difference between a a stagnant pool, yeah. or a flowing river, or a waterfall, mm-hmm. or, or the ocean? Water. Yeah. Or a flood. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I want
1: to educate everybody a little bit about crystals here.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. is, that, is that Gordy's gum at the
4: bottom? <laughs>
3: it's Gordy's gum.
4: That's Gordy's gum from last week.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
6: Yeah, I commented that there should be a way to ward off uh, Southern Baptists. And I think, Rachel, you responded, just leave it on your porch. You know, like, perfect. <laughs> I don't have any problem with with anybody that follow
1: religion. I just thought that'd be funny. How do you keep a potato in your sock?
6: I've, it's a small one. Yeah, it's the baby, baby potato. <laughs>
1: My favorite is this one. I like that it's called this one.
3: Which one? This
1: one? Oh, this one. one.
3: (laughs) Which one? Substitute
4: (laughs) phallus.
1: It's great for
6: pets. (laughs) Protection against other crystals. crystals. (laughs) (laughs) That could be handy. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh man,
6: yeah. Oh I like God. the blue, the blue appetite. I actually have some, some green kyanite but yeah, blue appetite. <laughs> blue appetite. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I have that one. <laughs> it's called eating your emotions. <laughs> Taurus.
3: That's
6: a I know. Maybe I get, it, get will it. Also,
1: keep horses <laughs> away too.
0: Oh shit.
1: Hey, so yeah. if anyone in the chats has any questions for any of our. People on screen, hit us up. I'll watch for them on Rockfin
0: and YouTube.
6: I am excited for your talk with Topher. That's going to be so cool. Every, every now and then he drops me like an astrology related question. And, and it always is something that makes me really think. Like, um, I I really appreciate that. Like the first couple of questions he asked me, I was like, oh, my God, I've never thought about that shit. Hold on. And then I ended up giving a really, a really long answer. So I appreciate that guy very much. It's going to be a
1: cool talk. Yeah, if you want, like, extremely in-depth, uh, totally free, massive information about astrology, just ask Kaylee questions. And if you make <laughs> her, so her, if you, if you make her <laughs> think, then she's going to hit you with
0: everything.
6: If it's, if it's yeah, exactly. If it's really, if it's, uh, if it makes me really think, I'm like, oh, man. Okay, I'm going to write six paragraphs. Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's I know. That's what, what, what I was like
2: Oh, man, when people ask me stuff, I'm like,
6: do you want I'm like, talk. give me a minute. I'm a, I'm gonna make a blog post and link you there. That's what I should start doing. I'm like, shit, that would be awesome.
2: Oh my god. You Anna yeah. asked yeah, about time after,
4: time. Uh, after seeing the crystal gems, <laughs> crystal thing there. The meme about your crystal wisdom. It made me think about something we barely touched on with Gordy in the uh, Ella, the Eternals review that we did. Is the idea, I wanted to ask Gordy about, and maybe I'll just ask Rachel instead, (laughs) about rare earth minerals being pulled up to the surface and being used in, you know, more commonly. And, you know, everybody in their mama's got their rare earth mineral package moving around up here on the surface. I just think about that a lot with, like, you know, cell phone addiction. And is there more than just what meets the eye going on with that attachment?
6: Um, Because there's crystals and rare metals
2: and stuff in the cell phone?
3: Oh. Yeah.
2: Mm. That's, ooh, that's complicated. It's like that stuff is, is there and it is a gift, but it can easily be something that we're just taking advantage of and exploiting. Mm-hmm. And there have been talks and I've I don't know who I was talking to because this is you're just reminding me of a thought. Um, I'm even having these crystals that I work with because it's like someone just dug that up. Like it wasn't me. I didn't find it. It wasn't like, you know, yes, you can be guided to purchase it because it's there, mm-hmm. but that's different than finding it out in the woods or going caving and picking up mica you know, which I've done, but that's, it's a different relationship. So on one hand, it's amazing to have so many people aware and connecting, but on the other hand, awesome. Hello, everybody. Hello.
5: Hello. Uh,
0: what's up? are It's here. So I'm, I'm here.
5: here. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh working on pictures for or flyers for my stream and i was listening to you guys and he, i felt like he was calling me out this whole time so i was like i'm coming i'm coming, I'm
4: coming. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
5: plus you can work
6: on those while we're in flow state uh-huh. ah true true i yeah. definitely
5: <laughs> definitely come on awesome. flow state
1: whenever we switch over in a little bit
5: Okay, okay, I would love to. I, I'm interested in learning more about crystals and stuff, though, because I just found out that they were in the phones, too, when you mentioned that. And I was like, see, this is they be using the stuff that we're not allowed to know, and we don't even realize it.
2: <laughs> well, they like to give people a hard time and program you to think it's too woo, or, right. you know, like, I can't work with quartz. That's hippie stuff. Exactly. It's, like it's in exactly. A phone.
5: Yep. it's in your phone it's in your microwave all that yeah. kind of stuff is in your TV
1: see it's I cleanse like that. my crystals that I wear and that I work with all the time but I've never like saged my phone and it's right. probably the first thing you should fucking sage. That thing
6: near a tree for life yeah. I definitely sage no, my phone use,
1: I would recommend using like a salt water bath like you would for crystals on your phone
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: that'll yeah. fix it
1: right it's up you know, no longer have any demonic power over you
6: Oh, It'll be daughter. super easy to ground after that, for sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, oh, you know one, one thing I think about is like when you put the, uh, a magnifying glass on an ant, what if the phone is doing that to us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if the source okay. is going this direction and we're the ant getting, receiving All whatever amplified message or energy? Just that's part of why
2: we can feel drained too for sure mm-hmm. yeah i
5: feel that i feel that i know i started turning off my wi-fi at night and i don't know if it made a difference but i feel like it did because it's yeah. just, it just that couple of hours without that stuff in the air because that's what they're putting stuff out there have it's you noticed
1: like your I dreams think like um mm-hmm. it's Energy is consciousness, and it takes on the shape of its vessel or container or waveform, and that's some dissonant fucking waveforms right there.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love I love you tinfoil hat wearing nerds. <laughs> <laughs> You're so. I love you, guys. you guys. are the best. Um, there were I I saw a few. There's like three questions. For you back there's here like in the chat. there's like a lot. Oh mm-hmm. man, you guys. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. I, we'll I go like questions. them in
1: order. The first one is first.
6: Before wait. the first question, actually, I have a question for j because she said she's a mutable Taurus. So, do you mean that your Taurus is in like a mutable "quote unquote" house, like the third house, mm-hmm. sixth house, or twelfth house? Just wanted to clarify because I'm curious. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a different there's a different word, but I um. I'm forgetting it for um, Yeah. Anyway, so
3: <laughs> Oh man, to
6: I, I have been I've been asked that like six thousand times now. I forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends. It completely depends on what direction you want to go with astrology because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can get really really basic or you can get really, really specified. You could, you can find like ancient astrology books or modern astrology books, or like, so it depends on what your interest is. But if you're interested in In Vedic astrology, then I would go for Vedic astrology books. Um, Actually, I love Vedic astrology. That's the first type of astrology that I started studying um, was under um, uh, his name's Ernst Wilhelm. So he does Vedic astrology, but he uses the tropical rashies, they're called. Um, So that's the tropical zodiac system, but using the Vedic astrology um, map, like layout with diamonds and shit. Um, <laughs> and, and their system. Um, super interesting, super interesting. I just, I ended up moving to Western, Western modern astrology instead of sticking with Vedic astrology, but I think it's super fascinating. Um, they can go into some really insane detail with their, um, their system. Um, and there's a few, like there's uh Jamie is probably the one I'm most familiar with. But anyway, Vedic astrology is fascinating. And Ernst Wilhelm is a fantastic astrologer, uh, as well as KRS. He's another one of my favorites that I actually tune into yeah. quite a bit. He does Vedic astrology, right? I love I love <laughs> he's yes. so he's so good. He's so good. He is so good. Um <laughs> Right. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, for for the book, like it it totally depends on what direction you want to take it honestly. So I Next would need question. to know a little bit Easy more. One.
1: It's a yes or no question. <laughs> do all the astrolog astrological characters get along? Yes or no? No.
6: <laughs> no.
1: Okay. <laughs> <back> no,
6: they <laughs> no, <we> do not. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no.
1: Okay. Uh, Kaylee, is your no. YouTube channel the best way to keep tabs on your work?
6: My YouTube channel is a nightmare right now. <laughs> um, nightmare
1: YouTube channel being linked in the chat right now.
6: Great thanks, Chance. Yes. Thanks. Yeah, I important? need to work on it. So I need to work on it. Right now got a yeah, video,
0: though.
6: I did. It's really glitchy. I gotta work on that. But yes, yeah, you could follow me on, on YouTube. Um or you can come join Chance's channel because I drop stuff in there all of the time. Yeah, I gotta work on that. My uh presence is just it's, it's that's idea. why we
1: have vibrant, so I, I can uh-huh. do the producer stuff and you guys can all bring the expertise. <laughs>
3: Shit!
1: all right this is for the for the panel of experts do crystals charge different under the sun versus the moon good question jonathan
3: yes yes i would they say do. my
1: i'll start uh <laughs> moon and sun have hot and cold going on things under the moonlight actually get colder it's uh warmer in the shade of moonlight than it is under direct moonlight so mm-hmm. i would say that the answer is yes that would charge things differently but
0: there's more to say i'm sure
2: yeah, I would say so. Um, you can take into account which constellation or sign the moon is under. That can be a big deal. Um, the phase of the moon, that's going to flavor that programming and the energy that's coming in. So, those are things to take into account. I'll say it again trees, those are going to clear and clean your crystals very well because that's part of their job is to clean. So, that's probably the best. But yeah, sun and moon, they do have different qualities. Um, with the night sky, you're going to have a lot more flavors.
1: And different crystals react differently to different energies, too. So all yeah. of this is a uh, intuition is a good way to apply magical knowledge to it yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. You know what you just said made me think
4: about phase. We're talking about moon phases. And it makes me think about piezo, piezoelectric is a reaction that crystals have, mm-hmm. and that's interesting. That the you know the mainstream sciency heads are using these words, and they seem to have some very significant correspondence there.
6: Man, I always thought it was pronounced p- piezo.
1: Yeah, piezo. But I, I pronounce I sense. pronounce
6: shit wrong all the time. So who fucking knows?
1: <laughs> Ariel, what's your YouTube channel? Uh, so I can pull it up and link it. I'm not remembering the name of it. Reading um,
5: Seeker.
0: Oh. Okay, it's your exact name. Thank you. I my tag name.
6: That.
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell us about what you were reading yesterday. <sighs> oh, uh, The Secret Life of Yourselves. Yeah, that is super interesting. Cool. Um, so, yes, yeah,
1: what do you that- do on your channel? You read books, right?
5: Well, I mean, that's one of the things I do on my channel. So, I, I have the Ariel Reads Rainbows, where I... Read a book and it's Russian roulette. You don't know what I'm reading. I'll just come on and read. <laughs> and then I have the Sisterhood of the Warrior Queens on Sundays mm-hmm. where I just interview and talk to the Truther ladies of the community trying to expand our. Little community for ladies specifically, because <laughs> I feel like, oh, here's the sausage fest.
1: <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's a wow. challenge. <laughs> we met uh, at Fest That's We how did.
5: And that was my first event ever.
1: That was so fun. You were you were fun. It was really great to meet you. You Aww. brought so much good energy.
5: I was, y'all, I was super high, obnoxious. Like, I was just. Like, <laughs> i was so excited to be there i had been stoked for months like when i say that this was the thing that was like keeping me going at work you know for like the last two months before that
0: so by the time
5: i got there i was just like ah, 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 you know <laughs> <laughs> that, that's okay man that's okay that's
6: yeah it's a lot
3: different. better than being uh,
6: that's yeah. authentic
5: okay that's authentic yeah. It can, it can be a bit much sometimes, but I feel like everyone was super receptive. And I, I appreciated that because I knew I knew I was being extra and I couldn't stop it because I had just had so much energy pent up for the last couple of months. Uh, the girl that I came with, um, I actually met her on Dave Weiss's app, the Sun, Moon and Zodiac app. And uh, so I met a new friend and drove up with her. And she was like, you were like a little bee in like a flower field, just hopping from person to person and introducing yourself. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to leave you behind. I just got excited because I could talk to people and no one would think I was crazy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that was uh,
4: in North Carolina.
0: South South Carolina, Carolina. Spartanburg.
1: That's where it
5: was, yeah. Um, It's about two and a half Let's go together
1: next time, Gabe. We'll make a flat earther out of you yet.
5: Uh,
4: Uh, I love love flat earthers. Uh, I'm I'm like, I'm always in the uh, limbo. I can go whichever way you want me to be. The liminal limbo.
5: limbo. (laughs) If you're already on the edge, Mr. Slick, then you're a flat earther. You just don't want to admit it. I can
4: do the splits. I can be way in both worlds. <laughs> All the way in both worlds.
6: <laughs> One foot on each truck, buddy. One foot on each
4: truck. There you, there you go. go. Oh, damn. Be careful.
5: There's a bridge coming. You got to pick <laughs> Oh, no.
6: I, 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 like, I like what you say, Chance. I'm earth shape agnostic. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't know if you, you stole that from someone it. or not, but
1: yes. I'm probably not the only person to say that. But that's you know came from my brain. All right, <laughs> John's right. We need to make Gabriel full screen and see the splits Right now? Go ahead. <laughs> if you yeah. do this, I, you will what? deserve like, like you'll deserve a lot of praise. You don't have to do this, but
6: show us some cat. I mean, Kenry- 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 yes, yes, he He's, He's or already started
5: moving. I need him to. I need him to finish.
3: <laughs>
0: do it! Do it! <laughs> it's going oh, down. Already...
5: <laughs> dance Make off! Oh gosh, it's yeah. going to be this thing where he like dance he party. To do it right. He's just going to flip us off in the end. No, <laughs> no,
1: Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel no! Gabe. Some body mastery.
5: Gabe is a, a
6: martial oh, oh. martial arts dance master. Woo-hoo! Oh, oh
1: yeah. snap! That's the first. That's he a first.
5: wasn't lying. Yes. <laughs> so Splits
1: on screen. That should be a,
5: impressive.
1: That shouldn't be a bingo square, but if you had it on your bingo, it's an instant <laughs> no. win.
5: It is. Yes. <laughs> Y'all remember that it'll be, for the quiz. pop quiz. It's a
6: bonus. It's a like, bonus one that you can put in anywhere next time.
1: When <laughs> right? I advertise this episode and tell people that why they should watch it, that will be the first thing I yes. Make it to the end you see seen me the do split. the splits in my pajamas. Yeah, I have those exact same PJs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or they Thank look really you, similar. That was awesome. Thank, Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate oh, it. Oh,
4: yeah. Absolutely. I love doing the splits. It's always good to make Sweet. sure it's still there. Split just not That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> nice.
2: That's hilarious. Oh, my God, he goes. I like how we started <laughs> talking about Venus, and we got so many ladies tonight. It's awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably a first. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about it's a sausage fest out here. I don't know if I've ever had more females than males on screen before. Glad I
5: can even out the score. (laughs) Phoenix is back, baby. (laughs) 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 This
1: is kind of how we do it, Ariel. Like, um, usually around the second hour of vibrant or ish, maybe a little late into it. Not every time, but usually that's when I just start opening it up to the homies. And we end up oftentimes with a lot of us hanging out, and it's really fun. So. That's come great. back, do it again. Yeah,
5: come back. I will, I will. I'm going to have to. I need I I need to quit my slave job, you guys. That's what I need to do because I can't. It's just so much time. And I'm. And the, the more that I get into truth, the more I sit here and think I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time only because I'm plugged into the system and I have to pay my bills. Like, this is the only way to survive in this freaking system. And uh, I, I cannot wait until I can find a way to not be a part of the system. So stay tuned.
1: <laughs> well, what you're doing right now is a good path and... You know, just keep it up and uh, eventually it will become impossible to do both and you'll be able to make that leap of faith and you'll know when the time is right. But don't be afraid of like trying to make a smooth transition either. That's kind of how I did it. It took me some time, but it's different for everybody. The key thing about the leap of faith is that when you're ready to jump and it's the right thing for you, unseen forces come to your aid. And you can mm. fly.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I'm
1: finally, out, I'm finally not doing a slave job. This is like full time me now. So that's
5: awesome. That's, and I feel like I'm on the precipice of something like my 30th birthday is in two weeks. Oh. Like, and then I started my channel. It's a new year. Like, I'm, And in between living spaces, like I can go wherever I want. I'm looking to relocate, to move maybe to a new state. I don't know. Like there's a lot of stuff that is opening up and I'm trying Mm -hmm. not to be scared and like trying to move on and like go out for it. Because I think the thing I'm scared of the most is actually doing it and succeeding. (laughs) Fear of
0: success
1: is the biggest fear.
5: Gosh, like, because you guys can see me, like, I'm actually putting myself out there, so I gotta like live up to whatever it is I say I'm gonna do, right? And oh God, what if I actually do it? What's gonna happen? <laughs> right?
1: It's a lot better to be take that type of responsibility in the end than to be responsible for shit that you don't want to. So, yeah. but I know the feeling. I know the feeling, and uh, the universe will hold you accountable. Like, you know, if we were out here doing podcasts about just like only comic books and there wasn't this spiritual uh, component to the work, then we could get away with all kinds of naughty, (laughs) non-authentic behavior. But when it's this field and this work universe holds you accountable and you have to
6: come (laughs) correct. And
1: if you do the the growth will be there. And like, you know, basically the best way to work on your craft is to work on yourself.
0: That's the the answer at the end of the day.
5: Yeah. No, I agree. And that's what I'm and that's what I'm learning to be gentle with myself, to love myself, to to do it. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm a perfectionist. I'm OCD. I'm ADD squirrel. Like <laughs> so, there's a lot. I, I'm just I'm just learning how to be me and blossoming into myself for the first time. I feel like the last 29 years I've just been out here, you know, just keep running around like a chicken with my head cut off, and I finally found my head. and It's kind of like stitch starting to be stitched on, and I'm starting to feel like myself again. <laughs> yeah, dude,
6: Beautiful. that's your Saturn. That's your Saturn return in a nutshell. Yeah, oh, wow. cool. it, you're turning 30, it's your Saturn return. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm, I can feel it.
1: Yeah, maybe it could help you with where you're at right now. She's.
5: I Mm -hmm. said that. Remember, I said I wanted to try to get a session um, for my birthday because I felt like that would I would have Mm -hmm. enough time. I've got the like pretty much the whole week off. And (laughs) were you talking
6: about getting a sound session with Chance, too? I think that's hey. what you were
5: actually talking about, but
6: oh, I'm yeah. just you know yeah, no,
1: wait, just sorry. About to wait, this. Just <laughs>
6: just just cross advertising right now. Just you know just cross. i you up
1: and you talk me up because uh, <laughs> uh, my my client calendar is a little light right now, and I would love to oh. get some more going.
6: Chance <laughs> Chance Chance is a sound wizard. Seriously, um, like Kay. Uh, yeah, so I have had four sessions with chance now. Because mm-hmm. I I like peeling layers back, you know? And mm-hmm. every single one has kind of built on the last one where it's like, this is what's going on at this time. And actually my first session that I ended up experiencing some really extreme detox stuff at the same time. So it was really intense. It's yeah. not gonna be as intense for everybody, but it could be. I don't know. But anyway, it's like it's literally just like peeling back new layers. Plus chance always does like extra stuff that you didn't pay him for (laughs) you you gotta stop doing that buddy but like (laughs) he goes above and beyond what he says and then um you know he's always extremely professional um and kind and like that innocence comes out it comes out i smiled i smiled i actually kind of laughed when you said that because like that describes it exactly like (laughs) that that's just the the energy that he gives off in general it's just so sweet and innocent and it comes through in the sound healing sessions plus he takes the time to set up his table okay and then he has crystals laid out for your body including crystals for your arms and your feet like it's so it's perfect and and it's so sweet and and it's just like that little extra touch it's like you know he prepared for this and um and and then the, the the session itself like 100% i live in alberta canada Chance is nowhere near me but i can tell you 100% that um we're connected over that distance the distance doesn't matter mm-hmm. and um like because we're all connected it's exactly it ties in perfectly with the book that you were reading about how our cells know ourselves no and um if you believe any of the stuff that you were reading in there then chance will definitely be able to help you because it ties it ties in perfectly he talks exactly about he he the book you were reading breaks down on a scientific side why Chance's sound healing stuff actually works so there you
3: go
5: i'm sorry i i crossed my i got my wise crossed there so i want to do the sound okay. healing but there's a light healing i guess is what i missed oh no, i do i I read
1: astrology charts
5: yeah oh, now okay. i'll
1: plug for kaylee <laughs> astrology readings are also super extra above and beyond and she's also more.
3: true <laughs>
1: <laughs> very detailed and meticulous and thought out but I don't know if I can go into as verbose as a description as you just gave about what I did, other than to say the most important factor of what Kaylee's astro readings can do is to show you not not to uh, condemn you to feeling like you have certain weaknesses or shortcomings based on your configuration, but to demonstrate how every shadow is a gift that could become a city, just like we were talking about with Gene Keys. And so anything that she talks about, whether it's a square or whatever, it is going to be in the context of a potential, a possibility, a, mm-hmm. a place to take action and grow. And she will give you the information on how to take that action and what it could look like or feel like. And it's very inspirational. Even if, even if all you do is just get the chart reading, go over it with her, uh, you'll feel happy to be who you are at the end yeah. of it. And that is the biggest thing. You'll feel like, oh, this is the being that I would like if this was a video game. <laughs> This is the character that I would have designed for myself. If I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, this is the character sheet I would have made. And you'll realize that, that you chose everything about your life before and that all of your challenges are your superpowers and that your superpowers are super, superpowers. (laughs) Get a a chart reading from Kaylee for sure.
6: Some of the like worst aspects in my chart actually like now that I'm like consciously working with them are going to be my most powerful points. And that's how I see everybody's charts. Like this is super challenging and it's so powerful and this is why. And yeah. So thanks chance. Oh gosh, I need
5: both of these things in my life right now. (laughs) You've got it, it's coming. (laughs) I'm gonna make it happen. Nobody
1: gets more excited about it than (laughs) Kaylee.
0: That's true, Juliana. Okay, well, we are going to wrap up. I hope that uh, I always stay excited about astrology.
6: Yes, let's do some art, you guys.
1: I'd love it if all of this group would just went over and mobbed the Weaving Spiders flow state and continued hanging out. (laughs) Raise your hand if you're going. I'm going twice. I'll have, I'll be calling in on my phone (laughs) and on my computer.
4: (laughs) Well, let's go around the horn and
1: and remind everyone, you know, what we do, our channels. Um, My name is Chance. This is the Interverse Podcast channel, but this show is called Vibrant. That is all. Rachel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I am Rachel. (laughs) I have Telegram. Uh, Sunforge is my channel. Refinery is my chat. You can get a hold of me there. I'm also on Mines at Valkyrie Sparks. And I'm on... Universe Occasionally, and Weaving Spiders, welcome.
0: All that
1: linked in the show notes, her links are, since she's our special honored guest.
2: Thank you for being here.
1: All right, Kaylee, we already did you, but what's your email? How do they contact you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's your YouTube? Duck, duck, duck. <laughs>
6: yeah. uh, so my my actually my YouTube, and I'm also on Minds as well. I just don't check it. Is Kaylee Burkana? So uh, it's Kaylee, and then Burkana is B-R-K-A-N-A. So I'm on YouTube. I'm on Minds. Um, on Telegram. I'm actually mostly just in chance's channel, but you can find me at Canadian Eagle Twelve Twenty One. And um uh yeah, my email is also <laughs> uh well I have a couple. So it's Kaylee Burkana at ProtonMail.com. It's probably the best one to reach me at.
1: All right, yeah. Slick, you're up.
4: Right here. <laughs> here's my there's my channel right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On YouTube pretty much uh and then you'll catch me on the Weaving Spiders and over here with Chance periodically.
1: Oh, very periodically. We're doing it monthly now with our Marvel decodes.
4: And oh, yeah. Those are going to be so good. We're cooking. Dude, you're ice. like,
3: yes.
1: you're like the, the best Internet friend I never knew I needed. I'm so
3: grateful.
1: <laughs> Likewise, buddy. Likewise. Our, our, our like, uh, synergy on de- breaking stuff down and decoding stuff, It's I feel like it's off the charts.
3: Yeah, we got. Ooh, we got it
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Ariel, we already gave your channel out, but would you like to say anything else uh, about yourself and what you're doing?
5: I'm Ariel, and I'm a lioness of Yao. And I hope to see you guys uh, on my channel and talk to more of you face to face in the future. Yay for friendship!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yay. Okay. So well, nice peace out. You see you guys all on Weaving Spiders Welcome YouTube channel. We're gonna. Uh, initiate the flow state after Yay. these messages.
3: <laughs>
1: well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to check out July's, a Spirit World July's in with Black Swans on Audible or Amazon. And uh, I, I linked it at the beginning of the live chat. That's a brand new thing. I'll be sharing that on Telegram and places more soon, but definitely would love to get support from you guys by buying that book, and it'll be Spicy. worth the money. It is some Deep, deep esoteric info. So, yeah, with that, let us go. Much love, everybody.
3: Much love.